0: the light treason news everyone pop culture politics and a sprinkle of treason i'm joined today by eric
1: oh that's right i'm here
0: how you doing
1: good i'm all disoriented because for so long i've only been on the monday and tuesday episodes of the show
0: (laughs) i like to shake things up uh and i like to ask you like very late at night so you're disoriented
1: (laughs) yeah what
0: day is it what's happening
1: yeah i i didn't even see your text when it came in i was just like what (laughs) yeah i guess
0: yeah. Uh, well, why did I do that this week? I forget. I think certain people well, just my weren't new, available. with my new work
1: schedule, I can't record on Sundays oh, when you record. sure. So it was
0: your fault.
1: It's my fault. I'm just disoriented <laughs> I'm used to being the beginning of the week. Okay. I'm I am sure gotcha. all the fans are disoriented because they're used to starting off their week with, you know, two fresh doses of Eric.
0: Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're probably going through withdrawals as we speak. Mm-hmm. I hope mm-hmm. my thoughts are with you. I hope right. you're well. Um I, uh, congratulations on being gainfully employed. I am currently working on that. Uh, It's
1: honestly probably unhealthy, the amount of, like, self-worth I gather from being (laughs) employed.
0: I don't think that's (laughs) unusual or, like, maybe I'm not the best person to talk with you about that because Uh I'm the same way. Like, if I'm not productive, I'm like, well, I guess I have no value as a Uh human being. And it happens in a matter of hours.
1: Yeah, there's so many, I just see so many people on Twitter and they're right who are constantly like you are not your job sure it's you know if you're not employed that's not a knock against you and then meanwhile like for the four weeks I was unemployed I'm like I'm a worthless human being someone should just kill me I should just be dead I should not be taking resources from the earth yeah
0: right I mean have you ever done the thing where you just finish something Mm -hmm. and then you're like no, you're not doing that thing anymore, and then you're like, "Well, I guess I'm a piece of shit." And it's like, but you yeah. just did a thing. <laughs> uh-huh. You just did a thing, and you f- like you su- successfully finished it, right? Uh, and yet,
1: yeah, I do that every week. Yeah, just, like on my off days mm-hmm. from work, if I like get up and I just like get on the couch and start watching TV, I'm like, mm, "This is bad."
0: I do that if I have a good show, right? And then the show's over, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, well, look who's a piece of garbage <laughs> again?" And it's like uh-huh. you just had a good show.
1: Yeah, I also <sighs> am like. Just the most, like, when I'm at work, I am just, like, Johnny Do-Gooder. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just constantly trying to impress the boss. Like, right. running around, being good at my job. Like, it's it's probably not great.
0: I've <laughs> definitely done that before, where it, when I did have a job, and hopefully we'll have a job again soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, it's rough out
1: here. Oh, boy, it's rough.
0: Woo, everybody's looking for a job, and there's not enough jobs. Um, But i have you ever like caught yourself kissing ass so much that immediately afterwards you're like gross what <laughs> yeah,
1: was uh-huh, that who am
0: yeah. i who do i magically become <laughs> when i walk through these doors uh-huh. like if outside allison saw inside allison she'd be yeah. like yuck
1: what uh, are you doing I can't work here
0: yeah gross yeah um what was i gonna say oh guys hello it's allison you're listening to light trees and news uh Just a general plea to everyone. Listen, I know what happens. Sometimes you sign up for a membership for a show, and you forget you signed up for it, and then the money comes out, and you're like, wait a second. Whoa, been there. I should cancel that membership.
1: I've gotten those PayPal emails before.
0: Totally valid. I would just ask you not file a complaint with PayPal. Oh, no, Because what that looks like is that we stole money from you. Right. And that can get the show shut down. (laughs) So uh, if you've done that, it's okay. It's one person I'm talking to. Only one Mm -hmm. person has done that. Um, just mark the, the, as resolved. Um, and this is actually for my, my old show, um, Citizen Radio, not for Light, Treason News. I get it. You forgot about the membership. Uh, not a big deal. Uh, please don't claim I stole money from you
2: because
0: I didn't. Uh, I can't keep track of all the memberships. I don't know what your financial situation is. I can't predict that maybe you don't want to have that membership anymore. Uh, you messed up and you forgot you had a membership. That's okay. You canceled it. It's over now.
1: If it makes you feel better, I <laughs> one time emailed a show and was like, I'm so sorry. I meant to cancel my membership. Uh, is there any way I can have a refund? Yeah. Uh, and they were very nice and did it the
0: pr- I usually do that the problem with this is uh, they, they waited too long right, and yeah. I used that money for stuff like buying food <laughs> right, so right. Uh, yeah I yeah, I, I, didn't I didn't know you needed that money back I,
1: I had to eat shit on it but they were very nice about it and I had been a member for a long time sure. so it wasn't like a one month thing and sure. then I was like oh I meant to cancel
0: um, but if you are listening and you know I'm talking about you I, I emailed you so please check your yeah, email don't,
1: yeah don't file complaints it's uh, so weird don't,
0: I, I don't think a lot of people know that that's what that means right i think they're just like oh this is the way i get my money back but it's actually not no. uh, it just is like a red flag right. on the profile yeah so thank you so much also guys you're listening to a 100 listener supported show that's you that's why you won't hear any ads on this show you can go to lighttreason.news and smash that donate button to keep us going
1: just smash it
0: also, I have a Patreon, everybody, patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny, where if you sign up at the $5 a month level or higher, you get to send questions that we'll answer on Light Treason News. We have a question today for Eric Ooh. as part of the ongoing segment of people asking Eric weird pen questions. I
1: love it. I had another tweet about pens that was getting a lot of heat, a lot of traction.
0: I want you to define what heat means to you. I
1: mean... not. For me, I got a lot of heat because right. I do not have. Look, I'm not a Twitter superstar. Okay. I don't have a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. But the most engagement I get is in on terms pens. of uh, replies and likes and retweets. I'm I not,
0: really think you should just go full throttle with this and start a pen podcast. I should. What was the name? Oh. <laughs>
1: The name that you shot down that you refused to let me use? Because it
0: was such a bad pun, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, just the tip?
0: Uh no. <laughs> no. I am as mad as I was yeah, the day uh-huh. you brought it up to me. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Uh, so Hannah wants to know, hey, Eric, got any recs for drawing pens? I normally use Faber-Castell brush pens mm-hmm. and stuff, but am in art school and go through them like once a week, so looking for some other options. For other meaning cheaper.
1: Drawing pens. Oh, I mean, it, it kind of depends on what you want. Because if you're using brush pens, those are very specific, mm-hmm. uh, like the the ends of them. Because um, you can do a lot more with them. Because they more like they sort of mimic like a paintbrush in sure. the way you can like change the types of strokes and stuff you have. But if you're just looking for a regular old regular old drawing pen, I think the most used one and the one that I like the most. Uh, is um, made by a company called uh, Sakura, S-A-K-U-R-A. The pen is called the Micron, M-I-C-R-O-N. Uh, they're little tan, like, felt-tip fine liner pens. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're amazing. They write so smooth and well. Um, and a lot of people use those for sketching and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They're great. Well, once we-
0: again, you know way too much about that.
1: Oh, man, I love it. When I use those that, just for writing. When right? did
0: that start? Like you being interested in. Do you pens?
1: want the honest answer? Yes. It started. No, I
0: want you to lie. <laughs> this very weird question I asked you, I'd like uh-huh. a, fully, a full lie.
1: It started because I was just a real piece of shit in my 20s. And when Shocking, I was. Shocking, by the way. Yeah. Just a real, real piece of shit in my 20s. And when I was in my early 20s, I really badly wanted to be a writer uh Wait, did you
0: <laughs> just procrastinate the writing cuz you got really It into wasn't the pen?
1: procrastinating it was because I like I I saw like I would see pictures of people like Kerouac or Hemingway or whatever you know uh, what I mean like writing with pens and the idea of that was very romantic to me so I wanted to get like nice pens to write with cuz I felt like it would make me more productive Mm. as a cuz i have a problem sitting in front of a computer and just like typing cuz it i like it doesn't interest me at all
0: uh interesting yeah i the other day so i i always type mm-hmm. i'm either at my computer or i i'm typing on my phone like uh notes and uh premise ideas right. and jokes and yeah. stuff like that uh, the other day, though, I got to, oh, I was doing shot for shot, but I got to the tank super early. Uh-huh. So I had like an hour and a half to kill. So I had a, uh, like a little journal in my bag and I was handwriting jokes and I wrote so much more because I was handwriting. Right. Why?
1: I think I just feel more connected to what I'm doing when I handwrite. Yeah, I think that's it. When I sit down at a computer, it feels so removed. Even if it's not like, I mean, there's the obvious stuff of like when you're on a computer, you also have access to the internet. So it's like distraction city. But even if there's not not internet and I'm not like getting online, I just, I don't know. It just feels so cold. I feel like very removed from what I'm doing. And it's very hard for me to like sit at a computer for a long time and concentrate. Mm Mm-hmm. So usually I have to do everything. I also like the setting, I think, has a lot to do with it, too. Like when you're writing by hand, a lot of times you're like out and about. And it's just like different than like just sitting in your house where you are all day. You know what I mean? Or being in a coffee shop or something. And also
0: because I was in a, a different spot, I wasn't like on Twitter. Yeah. I wasn't getting distracted by my cats who listen, not to make them the fall guys for everything. They are up in my grill. Oh, yeah. Always. Right. And a huge distraction. Because they're so cute and I love them. Yeah. And I want to play with them. Uh, There
1: is some connection to handwriting things and your brain. Mm. I know that things are committed to memory more easily if you handwrite them a few times. Like if you were to write the same sentence like six times by hand. Sure, yeah. uh, There's like solid evidence that it gets committed to memory more easily. Yeah, I buy that. I buy
0: that. I buy that science. Well played. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I used to handwrite notes in school, and I would never read them. Mm. But just the act of writing them in the moment helped me remember them.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I got into college right before everybody started taking notes on laptops. Right. So I handwrote everything, and that's definitely true.
1: Yeah. And I just, yeah, I, there's something that I just am really, like, again, it's just such a weird thing, but I'm really into the whole, like, romantic idea of being a writer and having like a journal and a notebook and being out and about and writing stuff down yeah
0: it's one of those things where you can definitely feel like different parts of your brain being stimulated yeah. guys i recommend it if you type a lot maybe try writing for a little bit unless you're typing for for some kind of i
1: don't hand physical r- reason like yeah. typing's easier for you right. in
0: which case mazel tough. and
1: like i don't handwrite really long things because then like you know my hand just hurts sure <laughs> like
0: oh yeah like I I was a generation, and this is probably still true for kids going to school, our teachers gave us way too much homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, developed a bump on my finger, like a callus, right. but, like, a permanent callus yeah. on my finger from where I would hold the pen. And that's, like, completely gone now. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is sort of the reason a lot of people get into certain pens or specifically fountain pens, because they are so easy to write with. Sure. So... Uh, There's no strain.
0: I always write with the ones you recommended to me. Yeah,
1: the inner gels. They're very smooth. Yeah. They're very um, light and smooth.
0: My hand never hurts writing with them. Yeah.
1: Um, I read somewhere that Stephen King uh, handwrites, or at least did handwrite most of his first drafts.
0: Wow, that's impressive. To handwrite a book?
1: Like, he handwrote The Shining in the hotel.
0: I said that, like, people hadn't done it for thousands of years. I was like, what? (laughs) That's the thing.
1: People are like, that's crazy. Like, we literally did that forever. Actually,
0: typing books is (laughs) the new thing. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um,
0: (laughs) There were just, like, armies of monks who would sit and like painstakingly write the same book right. over and yeah. over and over again. So we would have multiple copies <laughs> right. of books. That's like, that was their job. Right. yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I, t- I tweeted something about, I was watching, uh, I wouldn't throw this into my recommendations later, but I'm rewatching all of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I mean, I do, I like it. Uh,
0: it is, every time I watch it, though, like a new problematic thing oh, yeah. jumps out at me. A
1: hundred. I'm convinced at some point they had to have had a conversation about the fact that, A, Ross on the show is a monster. Mm. Also, for most of the show, he's going through what appears to be a psychotic break.
0: Uh Yeah, and blaming his ex-wife for being gay, essentially, uh-huh. and like th- lying to him, quote unquote. Uh huh. There is not... I don't think a single episode where Joey and Chandler don't have homophobic jokes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they basically, like, no homo each other every episode. Right,
1: right, right. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's see. Um, oh, Phoebe. Phoebe's got some homophobic jokes, too. She makes fun of Chandler a lot. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. For yeah, that's like a plot point. to be gay. That's like yeah. a plot point in... That's like a major plot point in one episode mm-hmm. and a running theme in, like, the first Half of the series.
0: Yeah, they also, like, didn't have the emotional vocabulary to discuss. Is Chandler's mother a drag queen or a they transgender never
1: woman? never decide. But they
0: go back and forth, too, which right. is super problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, every episode is just a new thing to hate, basically. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Yeah, Ross
0: um, is a monster.
1: But there's an episode where, uh, later in the series, where uh, <laughs> Ross... Ross, uh, they're going to Las Vegas and Ross and Rachel are like having a not a fight, not like an argument because they're not a couple, but they're like Mm -hmm. pranking each other because they're mad at each other. And uh, Rachel falls asleep on the flight. So Ross draws on her face. And the the, the joke is that it won't come off. So she's walking around Vegas with like a mustache and a beard and like drawing on her face. And I was like watching the episode and I was like, "Mm, I know exactly what Penny's using. It would definitely come off.
0: (laughs) I saw you tweet that you're the Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm the Neil
1: deGrasse Tyson, but for pens.
0: But for pens. Yeah. Just a giant (laughs) buzzkill. That's all he is now.
1: Yeah. A giant buzzkill. Just a big (laughs) buzzkill.
0: So... I'm going to have you save your Rex for hour two since Ooh. we spent so much time talking about pets. Great. Every oh. time I'm like, we'll spend a minute on this. And then I look up and it's been 15 minutes.
1: Also, guys, look forward to next next hour because uh, not only will I have Rex, I realized walking here last week, I didn't even get to my hottest take.
0: Whoa. So we can get oh, to that I'm too. I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, don't forget. Mm-hmm. So while we're still in the pop culture section, I wanted to talk about something dumb and fun. So, let's talk about this oh, tacky fucking my painting God. that Trump hung in the White House. The first time I saw this, it was on the internet and people were making fun of it. So, it is this ugly painting <laughs> of Trump sitting at a table with the other Republican presidents. So, I mean, you got everybody. You got yep. Reagan. You got Nixon. Uh, I believe the back of Lincoln's head.
1: I mean, it's a tacky painting. It's pretty bold to throw Nixon in there. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like, yeah, we would be buds. We'd be hanging out. Do you think it would just have been more
0: conspicuous if he wasn't there? Like, you're (laughs) ashamed. You're trying to, like, you know, uh, sweep him under the rug. (laughs) So they're like, fuck, just put him in there. Not only that, put him next to Nixon. That's how much we don't give a shit. Just
1: smiling. Couldn't even just do, like, the back of his head so you can't tell if, like, everybody. Like, he's smiling. He's having a good time. Everybody's happy that he's there.
0: Okay, here's my question, though. So, where are they supposed to be? Because this isn't just a table. I thought it was a poker game
1: at first, but it's not. There's a
0: random woman in the background who looks like she's stalking towards the table. Here's what's happening in my head the narrative I've constructed. She is an assassin. Okay. From the year 2050. And she has constructed a time machine, and she is coming back, and in her right hand is a gun. (laughs) Great. And she is stalking Uh towards them. But are they in heaven? is he dead? Is Trump dead? Is that what this painting is? Cuz several of these men are dead. So uh, All
1: except one, right?
0: Or is this like in their in the spirit, well, W is alive right. and Trump's alive.
1: Oh, right. I wasn't counting Trump. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um Like is it that their spirits are sitting at a table together and it's like we are like we're brunching spiritually?
1: Right. Yeah, my see, my take on the painting was that, because I did notice the woman in the background as yeah. well, you can't make out, there's other figures in the background, but you can't tell exactly who yes. they are. You can just see, like, random figures of bodies. Uh-huh. My construction of the painting was that this is heaven, and even in heaven, all the men have separated themselves <laughs> from she, the women. She's a
0: waitress. Yeah, uh-huh. Do you gentlemen need a, <laughs> a top-off on your beverages? Mm-hmm. I don't have an opinion about anything, because I'm a lady. And then they're all like, ha-ha. Uh, uh-huh. Here's my other question. Who the fuck is that in the upper right hand corner? Oh. Someone circled it and was like, what is Frank Sinatra doing there?
1: I wonder if that's like one of those presidents from like the 1800s that nobody remembers.
0: Also, why like, is Kelsey Grammer here?
1: Because like there's on the far left, it looks like.
0: That's George uh, first No, no, George. beside him. There's oh, like a oh, corner. Oh, yes, guy yes, yes.
1: That looks like Ulysses. Ulysses S. Grant yeah. is what I think. Yeah. I'm wondering if this guy on the far right is like another, like Rutherford B. Hayes or somebody like nobody remembers.
0: Maybe he's the second assassin.
1: Maybe it's just full of assassins. Maybe
0: those are all assassins and they're like, are you here to assassinate as well? And then they're just like mingling for a little bit before Mm. they get to it.
1: It's like an assassin's conference.
0: Oh, and they're just like, hey, this table's open. And they sat down and all of the assassins (laughs) turn and look at them. (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah maybe I also have a question about this dress code because some have gone very formal and some have gone business casual I was thinking that and some are just casual
1: I liked the idea that this is heaven and Trump and Teddy Roosevelt have both decided they needed to wear ties
0: (laughs) yeah I like you guys fucking relax for a second uh yeah oh my god also
1: (laughs) clearly was given some direction on how to paint Trump's body that is not Trump's it's generous. body.
0: It's generous. <laughs> yep. And not to be fat shaming. I'm just talking about reality. No, um, no. I'm, yeah, I'm it, just saying
1: that's not Trump's body. No,
0: no. They were um, very generous there. Yeah.
1: And just like, it looks like, honestly, this looks like it was like, it reminded me of two things. It reminded me of... Do you remember that weird painting that Ben Carson has in his house with Jesus standing <laughs> behind him?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. It
1: reminded me of yeah. that. And it also reminded me of just like every like Ben Garrison cartoon.
0: Oh, yeah. If you don't know uh, Ben Garrison... Woo! It,
1: Ooh, you the, are in for a ride. He's the
0: worst cartoonist ever. Um, but like just a propagandist. Um, just
1: makes like... He's a... Pl- I didn't know you could get into the career of political cartooning and be, like, a racist shitbag. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I just thought all those people had to have been, like, you know, they're all artists. They're all political. Like, I just thought, like, only somebody that, like, actually enjoys political cartooning would do that.
0: Uh, Frank Miller. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, I mean, the thing is... I think overwhelmingly that's true because if you're an artistic person, chances are um, the reason you're able to tap into that artistic side is because you're very empathetic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that tends to, to be liberals. But this is just a great example of like how conservatives can't do art. Yeah. You know, like the fact that it's sort of like thomas kincaid shit you know right where it's not art it just taps into this weird schmaltzy nostalgia that's not real
1: right it's like
0: it's like artificial sweetener
1: it's like norman rockwell for assholes
0: (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) if you're like what the fuck are you talking about go to the light treason uh, news's instagram i think it's just light treason pod And follow us there because that's where I always post like visual things we're talking about on the show. Because I'm aware we're a podcast, guys, and you can't see what the fuck (laughs) we're talking about. So if, uh, yeah, just go there and you should follow us there anyway because it's a fun
1: time. I still just can't get over the fact that nobody thought it was a bad idea to put Nixon in there. Well, he's like, Trump's like, I want you to draw me with all the great Republican presidents, put me among them, all the great Republicans. And then nobody was like, Hey, maybe Nixon, maybe we shouldn't be proud of that.
0: I love, too, that they all appear to have gotten a different beverage.
1: Yeah, they have, like, drinks, I guess. Yeah,
0: like, Nixon has wine. Uh, Reagan has, I don't know, like, a Shirley Temple. Some sort of cocktail. Yeah. Um, Gerald Ford. Ford, thank you, uh, has, like, whiskey.
1: Um, I just, Trump's drinking a Diet Coke, I assume. (laughs) Yeah. Cause he doesn't drink, right? Sure. And he only he this drinks is what like we're saying now. he doesn't. No, I I think that's true. He oh, doesn't yeah. drink. Oh,
0: that's right. That's right. He does not drink. <clears throat> and yes. I think
1: he drinks like twelve diet cokes a day. Guys, look, I drink an unf- I drink a not great amount of diet soda. I don't drink twelve a day.
0: I just love that they're all their own man. So they all ordered like yeah. no one was like, oh, I'll have the same thing. I, I
1: just like, I, it's also so funny to me that like in Trump's or whoever I don't know if he commissioned this or somebody just get. I honestly I think the best course is that he commissioned it not that some fucking artist was so like jerking off thinking about the idea of Trump with all the great presidents that he just drew it on his own and then Mm. gave it to him yeah that would be even worse I think I hope he commissioned it but I bet
0: he did but
1: just like the idea that in his wildest fantasy the thing he'd be doing with all the great Republican presidents is Sitting around a table drinking
0: and looking directly at
1: us. <laughs> who are
0: who are we in this painting? Like, what perspective is Oh yeah, like
1: at? like the like the painting is just a guy like, oh hey, is those the presidents? <laughs> Trump
0: looks right at you. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I also like that Roosevelt's so fucking ready to go. He's not even sitting.
1: Oh, he is amped. He's jacked. yeah, he's got his sleeves rolled up. He uh, is
0: I should Teddy, obviously.
1: right, right, right. Sorry. (laughs) Uh,
0: Guys, on that note, here's more (laughs) bad news. We got to talk about Elizabeth Warren and this fucking DNA test. It's... <sighs> uh, so here's the thing. She very clearly is gearing up for a 2020 presidential run. Uh huh. I don't know if it'll ever come to fruition, but she has like expressed interest in running. The wheels are in motion. It definitely seems like she is heading in that direction. And I think this was a pre- preemptive move because she knows Trump attacks her...
1: On yeah, that basis, and she's trying to get ahead of it, right?
0: So that's one thing I understand. Like why she did it, because there were some Democratic strategists criticizing her for doing this like a month out from the midterm elections, right? And saying it was a distraction and blah 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 blah. I think that's stupid. That's a stupid take. Uh, I I don't think it's a distraction. I don't think anyone's not going to vote for Democrats because Elizabeth Warren did a DNA test, right? But I will say this so the cherokee nation called out elizabeth warren for this dna test and called it inappropriate and wrong yeah i agree with that i think a lot of people mistake a dna test with growing up within a certain culture actually having roots in that culture yeah
1: there are two you can you could simultaneously have like a distant heritage Mm -hmm. And also not be a part of their community.
0: Yeah, and that's Elizabeth Warren. Also, this is not unique. T- millions of Americans have, if they uh-huh. took a DNA test, would have some kind of, of course. Native American uh, ancestry. I mean,
1: that's like saying that I'm, that that would be like me saying that I'm, you know, that a quarter of the world is part Mongolian. because Genghis Khan had so many wives.
0: Exactly. (laughs) It's it's just stupid. And that's that's also uh, a limitation of DNA testing, where it can show you stuff like this, which I think is interesting in its own right, but to then claim that identity is super problematic. So, of course, the Cherokee Nation was like, hey, Um, they said her use of a DNA test is useless for determining tribal citizenship, and that using a DNA test to determine connection by any tribal nation is inappropriate and wrong, which I agree with, I you, think is correct. Yes. I also, it drives me nuts that this apparently is the hill Elizabeth Warren wants to die on.
1: I think it shows, A, a she just has to stop talking about it.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, let okay, it the fuck go. You did the fucking DNA test. Now you can point to something and say, I do have, you know, a Cherokee ancestor in my distant, distant past. I was technically speaking the truth.
1: I just think, like, it just shows... Okay, first off, there's the the, the subject of, like, the DNA test does not make her... Part Native American, no. or even part of the Native American community—certainly
0: not—and it doesn't not. give her any right to speak on their behalf. Absolutely not. She fucking submitted a recipe, right, to like a Cherokee recipe to a cookbook, exactly. as though she somehow represents the Cherokee Nation.
1: Yes, it's it's uh, that stuff she did in her past was bad. She, you know, it's like, but even I, I just like, even if it did. Even if a DNA test proved, like, her grandmother was, you know, Cherokee sure. and she's... Like, even if that was true, it's not. Full stop, it's not. But even yeah. if it was, it just shows how out of touch her and the mainstream Democratic Party is. Yeah. Because even if it did, Trump and the Republicans would not fucking care. No, they don't That's care. not the point.
0: Like, and Their obviously, point is- it goes without... Sorry.
1: Oh, okay. I was just saying, their their point is they want to keep calling her Pocahontas. Yeah. And their, tr- their base is going to get riled up about it. It doesn't fucking matter if she proved him wrong.
0: Yeah, so two things. First, you're right. I think that there's still a lot of people who somehow think if we fact check the right enough, they will somehow become tolerant.
1: I mean, somebody asked him about it right afterwards. A, he lied about saying on camera that he would give her a million dollars. He just flat out lies. I never said that. It's on camera. <laughs> Second, they were asked, somebody else asked him about it and he was like, who cares? And that's correct. He doesn't care. Yeah, no, he throws bombs. Right. And then when people fact check him on it, he's like, who cares? And you know who doesn't care? His base. Right. They don't give a shit. You can't constantly be trying to prove him wrong because it's not going to fucking work or matter.
0: Yeah. So you made me think of another point. The other point I was gonna make before that was, uh, obviously it goes without saying that Trump is a racist monster yeah, and of he's been calling her Pocahontas, which is very offensive uh, to uh, all Native Americans. <laughs> so that goes without saying, because I don't want to just criticize Elizabeth Warren when this all started because Trump is a racist piece of shit. So the other point you brought up though, about like, it doesn't fucking matter if you fact check them, I do think there was a little bit of don't get me wrong. Our establishment media sucks in this country. Right. But when Trump was rising to power and then when he became president or stole the election, depending on how you look at it, there was a lot of criticism aimed at the media. And that criticism was if you guys just fact checked harder, a lot of this wouldn't have flown. And. To a certain degree, I, I do think that was true, but at the same time, at this point, you can fact check all day, and they just keep inverting reality.
1: I think yes. I think for the media, the media must fact check. Yes, of course, and call a lie a lie, instead of being a you know, I think a lot of a lot of mainstream. I, I don't. I don't mean to to you know throw bombs at, like, all journalism or whatever, but, like, a lot of, like, mainstream reporters, I think, have taken the idea of reporting to mean just holding up a camera and being like, this is what happened. We write
0: down... Yeah, and then we go talk to the other uh, political opponent, and then they say something, and we show that.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, when somebody says something wrong, you can say that it was wrong. Right. And I think that is what should be done.
0: I think, especially when it comes to stuff like climate change, right, where it's like, this is not... We can like debate a flat tax, right? Right, right, right. The climate is not a debate. Climate change is not a debate yeah. anymore.
1: Yeah. You should yeah, and just when people say things, you should just, you know, if they say something wrong, you can fact check them and call them wrong, but for the political opponents, it's like, you know, I the, the reason that I think a big I mean there are so many reasons. I, I I I don't like I the phrase the reason it just comes to mind, but like it, there are so many reasons that Trump won. But a big one is that you have Trump on one side who's riling up his base and they will do whatever he says. And then every time he says something outlandish, racist, just flat out wrong, the response is always just, you know, like a Democrat like pushing their glasses up and being like, well, actually. Uh, yeah. And it's like nobody fucking cares about that. Like- you have one side that is riling, like emotionally riling up their base.
0: Yeah, that's then, that's the problem. Like facts, if there's a, a fight between facts and emotion, emotion wins every time.
1: Yeah. And you should have the facts, you should call him wrong when he's wrong, but you can't just rely on that. Like well, Yeah, we
0: talked I think you and I talked about this recently, but Obama won because in a very uncharacteristic move for a Democrat, he tapped into deep emotions with yes. people hope change like no substance but he inspired the shit out of people to go vote and then i mean the republicans here's the thing the republicans played this pretty much the same handbook in that election as they did trump versus hillary it just didn't fucking work because that many more new voters came out exactly they couldn't steal it yes (laughs) it was beyond that margin you know
1: exactly yeah and and just like yeah like we you have like we have the facts on our side we should be proud of that and we should keep talking about it but you can't like it's this whole like you know civilized like you know this whole like civilized like democratic party is just going to keep losing forever oh, yeah. because they're just it's it's like charlie brown in the football they just keep being like oh well if we just tell people the facts right. they'll vote for us if we and we play they, they will the
0: rules yeah because yeah. that's also your it's like you're following the rules and you're up against people who have no problem breaking the rules and rewriting the This handbook. is a
1: street fight.
0: This is a street fight. They're stealing elections. Yeah. I mean they are just going out there and sh- shutting down polling places and knocking people off of the voter rolls and changing the time when people can vote and the cutoff time—they are just cheating. And you're like, well, actually, Article Seven, <laughs> yeah. uh, Item B says that it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter.
1: And they're they're like, and they're getting more blatant. Right. It used to be like. They would use underhanded tactics like voter ID, mm-hmm. which to a lot of Republicans sounds like a very, like, oh yeah, why shouldn't you have to have an ID to vote? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a very underhanded way to, like, suppress voters. Um, now they're just doing, like, in North Dakota. <coughs> did, you, did you read about the North Dakota Native. Uh, yeah, we Americans? talked about
0: it on yesterday's oh, episode. Great, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, uh, we
0: talked about, actually, if you're <laughs> if voter suppression is your jam, Ooh. go to yesterday's episode yes, and listen to that. Um, oh, I actually, sorry to interrupt. No, please, go right ahead. I just realized I'm so not used to doing it now because we stopped doing it for a while. But, uh, guys, a- another strange happening uh, oh, no, uh, occurred again? in my apartment. This time, it struck a little close to home. Uh-oh. So, uh, here's that. Just waiting for my
2: co-host to get here, hanging out with my cats. Oh, Penny, you look so pretty. Uh, what? toots, it's time I tell you. I look beautiful, not pretty. Pretty, Penny, that's a little basic.
0: Holy shit. Uh, guys, I originally was just going to record me...
2: Talking to my cats like I do sometimes. Ugh, they're always this one with the talking. Uh. But Penny is talking now.
0: Penny, have you always been able to talk? Yeah, bitch. What, ha- young lady? Do not call me the b-word. Oh, I hate to break it to you, but I'm older than you. Oh, true. Yeah, cat years. You are. You're very old. You're like, man. Are don't say it on
2: air. You don't say it on air.
0: Are you eighteen?
2: Are you 18?
0: I'm hot. I mean, you look great for your age, but you are fucking
2: old! look at these tits
0: don't show me your tits that's weird i can
2: stand on my hind legs also oh
0: i'm learning a lot about you right now um so you've always been able to talk you've always been able can you not stand like that it's pretty disturbing Uh, fine thank Uh. you oh god (laughs) i didn't know you were suffering you sound like you're an very old suffering person
2: i've lived a life suffering is just living Hold on, hold on. Yes. Can Desi talk? No, he's an idiot. What? Yes. You're kidding. Oh, well, uh. Harley just ran in. Oh, no. Get me away. Where my, Where my menthols? Wait. First of all, I'm shocked that you smoke.
0: We have to talk about that because I don't think it's good for your health. And I want you to quit immediately.
2: But also, you love Harley. She's your little buddy. Little buddy. This one's always over here talking about all the other dogs she wants to sleep with. And you know what I say to that? No one's going to sleep with you. First of all, do not slut shame Harley. Oh, oh, oh,
0: what's happening? What is happening right now? Is that the smoking or are you just being a cat? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. You okay? Ha- hairball. Oh, it's a hairball. Okay. Also,
2: you should quit smoking. Also, oh, I smoke. Where, where do you get the cigarettes? you go down to the bodega? Yeah. I know a bodega cat named Bill who brings them to me. Uh, I don't like you being friends with the shifty neighborhood cats. Look, you got
0: to find your kicks in life. Hold on. I think I'm being short-sighted about all of this because I've been asking for membership donations on the show. I should just sell
2: tickets for people to come watch you talk. You're a talking cat. That's amazing. I talk out loud once every three-quarter moon. What? When Why? the Why? sun hits the stars. When the sun hits the star, I don't even know what that means. Why you do know you choose what? to speak so rarely? That's an amazing gift. It's not that I choose. It's that it chooses me.
0: All right, Penny. Well, listen. While I have you voiced yes. and, and ready to go, since it is so rare... Is there anything you've been dying to get off of your, your cat tits?
2: I hate pooping in a box.
0: Well, I'm sorry, okay?
2: I got that impression because you look angry every time you do it. You ever seen... You ever se- I know you have seen them because I watch them over your shoulder. But you know those commercials for Charmin with the bears? Yeah. They look, look so happy. Those are my You watch them on YouTube by themselves. Yeah, I do. You don't have to share that with everyone. Well, you know what? It's my turn. Uh... uh Oh, nope. <laughs> what's happening? Don't,
0: no more <laughs> hairballs.
2: No. Sorry. No, I'm just saying I'd like to be as hippie as one of those bears.
0: Okay, well, I don't, what do you want me to do? Have you poop in the Wipe toilet? Wipe my ass with I'm toilet paper. I'm not wiping paper. your ass with Charmin toilet paper, young lady. That is not happening. I am already very busy. Fine. It is demeaning. You are a little cat. You're going to poop in the litter box like Desi. Fine. If it's good enough
2: for Desi, it's good enough for you. Just put me back in my jumpsuit and lay me the rest. What? No,
0: Penny, no. You love being alive. You like cuddles. You like little nose scratches. Oh,
2: don't, oh can I get one of those right now? Yeah, sure. Come okay,
0: here. give me the nose scratches. Scratch, 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 uh, scratch. scratch. Uh, okay, I'm going to stop. I didn't know you were making that noise in your head every time I scratched your nose.
2: Dead and that <laughs> What more.
0: <I> what? D- <sighs> Listen, Sorry. I know you were a mature octogenarian if we're converting it to human ears thank you but i don't need to hear about what sexual things you're thinking oh about no, not sexual <laughs> what
2: it's not necessarily sexual what, what is it you know when people just make noises when they get massages you ever see Friends? I, you have because I watched it over your show. Yeah, I was going to say, you only watch things when I watch things, and you know I have watched Friends. You know when Monica makes all the noises when Phoebe gives her the massage. It's, but
0: it's, like, inappropriate. It's almost, like, sexual. Phoebe
2: feels uncomfortable, but Monica's just like, this is who I am. Mm. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a Monica. Okay, so uh, I'm learning a lot right now. You think you're a Monica. I know I'm a Monica.
0: I think I'm more like a Phoebe.
2: You're a Phoebe with a type A Monica, Monica tendencies. Yeah, that's true. Man, you know me really well. I live with you. Uh, yeah, that's true.
0: I watch you sleep. Please don't share any more of my secrets, by the way. Everybody knows I watch the Charmin commercials on YouTube, which is so weird, but I do it. I do it, and I'm not ashamed, but also I am ashamed, so please don't share any She's more learning how to play b- the piano so she can play the theme song. Well... I didn't want everybody to find out this way, but I got a Casio keyboard and I have been rehearsing
2: the Charmin theme song. Give us a little taste. <laughs> cha, cha, cha. <coughs> it's Charmin. Charmin. Great, great. Charmin toilet paper. Oh, your little buddy's here. Uh, No, get her away. Harley, Uh, but uh, she's so friendly. You know when Hocus Pocus, when Sarah Jessica Parker sings, Come little children, I'll take you. (laughs) Yep, I am familiar. Again, the only reason you've seen Hocus Pocus is because I watched Hocus Pocus. Uh, that's, That's the song that I sing to get Harley to come, and then I suck her soul out. That's how I'm living.
0: Jesus Christ, Penny. All right, so I learned you can talk, you can walk on your hind legs, and you're living on the souls of others?
2: Also, can you call me Beatrice? Oh, God. I, it's hard to unlearn calling you Penny. I've been Carmen. doing it. I uh, feel like <sighs> I'm a Carmen. Are
0: you a Carmen or are you a Beatrice? What am I calling you? Carmen. Carmen? You decided with Carmen? Yes. All right, well, this is an unusual situation. Usually pets don't choose their own names. But all right, I'll call you Carmen. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, while I have your attention and I can actually communicate with you, can you please be nice to Desi? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't take this long answer. Still thinking. Okay. Really? For you, toots. Thank you, Carmen. I might still call you Penny. It feels weird to call you Carmen.
2: Uh, Lana Del Rey has a song called Carmen about an exotic dancer, and I'd like to live that life. Wow. Okay. Uh, Respect. Uh, Listen, before I have to get back to actually recording my
0: show, while you have the ability to speak, on behalf of all cats, is there anything you want to tell humans? Wipe our asses with Charmin. We're not wiping your
2: asses with Charmin. Something else. Uh, just keeping extra sedimentals in the kitchen. Anything healthy that doesn't involve humans having to wipe
0: cat asses or you being you smoking, which again you should not smoke.
2: I love you. Oh, Carmen. When you watch a lot of Friends.
0: Oh. Well, I don't know why you had to qualify it, but. Oh, oh, she went back to being a little kitty. Aw, oh, peanut. I'm gonna still call you peanut and penny, and I'm not gonna wipe your ass and I'm throwing away your cigarettes. <laughs> Welcome to hell. Oh, I love you so much. I never thought I would say this before, but I sincerely hope Penny never talks again. <laughs> that yeah. was very disturbing. Oof, wow. Guys, but on that note, let's turn this ship around. Here is your good news. <laughs> All right. Look, this good news may just be for me, but I also encourage you all to fully embrace this story and allow it to be your good news as well. Because I, I think this is one of the only good things that is happening in the world right I think now. You might be right. So a while ago, I can't believe that we were covering this story like as it was happening. Yeah, when we it talked about originally it originally first happened. So all of you know The Bachelor, very, very famous a reality television series. So because it's so famous, there are different chapters of The Bachelor all over the world. And there is a Bachelor Vietnam. And The Bachelor Vietnam recently exploded into international news because something incredible happened, which was The Bachelor was doing the rose ceremony and he tried to give his rose to, um, so that his name was uh, Min Thu, and or no, sorry, uh, he tried to give his rose to Menthu, and she was like, I can't take
2: Denied. it,
0: I can't take it because I'm in love with one of the other contestants. What? Ah, so, and everybody's crying, and she tries to get uh, the other contestant to leave the show with her, and there's just like a lot of confusion, a lot of tears. And, um, so turns out the update to the story is now they're in a relationship.
1: Yay. That's what makes the story so great is that when she confessed her love, the other contestant didn't leave.
0: She didn't so leave. There was
1: like a lot of like drama yes. and Yeah, so everyone was like,
0: like, oh no, was that a rejection? And it was oh. not a rejection. Uh, so the other woman's name is Truck New, I think. And uh, as always, apologies for any names I mangle. So... The executive producer of the show said the women recently got together and are now happily in a relationship. I love this quote. Uh, they left the show and have been together since. We delivered on our promise that two people would find love. Oh,
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. I love
0: it. So that's awesome. I sincerely hope it's real uh, and that they're happy.
1: Yeah, that's so great.
0: It also just goes to show how much more people care when you subvert their expectation of heteronormative bullshit yeah because people were suddenly so much more interested they were like wait what the fuck happened right that's not but the man's supposed to give the rose to the lady
1: well i also think one of the things that is so great and what i think generates a lot of interest is that it's like People watch. I was actually having this conversation. I know you're tired of me bringing it up, but I was having this conversation <laughs> the other day about Hell's Kitchen. Don't with try my to co-worker. anticipate
0: our fights, Eric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: no,
0: I knew it would be Hell's Kitchen.
1: I, I was having because my when well, my coworker in the office, when we have downtime, has been watching Hell's Kitchen on without me. <laughs> okay, I, unprompted by me. It's a very me,
0: popular show. I don't unpro- think you have to convert
1: people to watch. Unprompted it. by me, uh, and he uh, we were talking though about like. We know a lot of it's staged, but it's still fun to watch. Sure, of course. And I think everyone watches reality TV. You don't with have that.
0: to tell a woman who constantly watches Bravo that.
1: Yeah, it's like, I think everybody watches, that's always in the back of people's brains. It's like, we know this is all scripted to make good TV. Right. Maybe some of it's real. You know, also, there. Also,
0: so much happens with editing. Like, I know people who edit those shows, and right. they're like, oh, yeah, we are like 90% of the story structure. There are a
1: part, you know, and there are a lot of, I mean, you know, reality TV is so big now. There are so many different shows, and I'm sure, you know, everyone has a varying degree of realness. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember reading about that show, Bar Rescue, that a lot of that is legitimately real. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, but everybody has that in the back of their head. Like, I know this is edited or some maybe sometimes staged for stuff. And like a moment like that is like i'm sure when it first happened everybody's like is this staged is this drama and then to read a story like that is like oh that was real well also
0: watching it too like these people are not professional actors, some of right. them might be actors on the side, and you could just tell from their reaction that no one knew what the fuck was happening. Right, yeah. Like, The Bachelor legitimately looked like, he, you when they start to look at the crew, it's right. like, oh, this is real, because yeah. he was waiting for them to be like, cut. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, that, I'm sure, like, that's one thing that generates a lot of interest is that people are watching this show with, like, a degree of, like, yeah, this is all fake, and then something like that happens, like, oh, shit, that might be real. It was real. And that's what, you know, really gets people invested, is, like, thinking, you know, so actually a real moment on a reality show is like oh shit
0: so i also wanted to shout out simone biles who is having a monster of a week she's just such a badass so i don't know if you saw this uh she stuck another uh landing of a move that's never been tried before amazing uh i think this story this actually isn't what i wanted to talk about i just wanted to shout her out because it was so fucking amazing so she unveiled a new vault that no woman have, has ever done before. And once again, it just looks like sped up. Do you want to watch it? Yeah. And then you can react in real time? Yes. Okay. So she's getting ready to do the run. It doesn't look like human speed when she runs. So there she goes. Up. So it's so fast that when they posted it, they like had to slow it down.
1: Right, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, she's just such a beast. Um, So the new vault means that in less than 12 months that Biles has been back in the gym full time, she resumed training in November of last year, she has upgraded her program from Rio on all four events.
2: Wow. It also
0: basically assures her the gold medal on vault in Doha. Uh, Anyway, uh, the reason, the actual reason I brought her up was that she is strongly criticizing USA Gymnastics for their anti-Kaepernick stance. Mm -hmm. Um, So on Friday, the organization appointed former Republican Congresswoman and gymnast Mary Bono to the post of interim president and CEO. On Saturday, Biles quickly noted a tweet in which Bono appeared to show disdain for Colin Kaepernick's protest of institutional racism. In September, a day after Nike announced a campaign featuring Kaepernick, Bono joined the Nike boycott by tweeting a photo of herself crossing out the Nike logo on her golf cleats in black ink. Um, So Biles subtweeted the photo with the caption, uh, mouth drop, don't worry, it's not like we needed a smarter USA Gymnastics president or any sponsors or anything. Yeah. Which, to me, seems like a criticism not only of Colin Kaepernick, but all of the sex abuse scandal right. stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, like, it just, it feels like the entire gymnastics community is just riddled with problems.
0: Oh, it is. And But I also wanted to shout out the women who uh, testified against...
1: The gymnasts Yeah, all seem... Fine. Like, they're all good. Well, a
0: lot of them are the victim. Like, they're the victim. You know, a lot of them testified against Larry Nasser, the the doctor who abused so many girls. Yeah, I just, I mean, like, the organization itself, like, the entire,
1: like, I mean, just the entire, like, organization of of gymnastics in the United States just seems like riddled with so many problems.
0: I mean, that's what happens when you give people who are basically a lot. Go with me on this. A lot of this, in my mind, represents the structure and the problems of the Catholic Church, which is you have an institution that is basically untouchable, USA Gymnastics. If you want your little girl to go to the Olympics, you have to hand her over to these people. Exactly, And they are beyond reproach. Right. And you have to give this man unfettered access to them. And he's also untouchable because he is the official doctor of USA Gymnastics. Right, right, right. And there's no accountability. There's no transparency. And then what happens? Rampant abuse. It's the same thing every time. You give a bunch of adults who say they're God access to children who don't have strong supervision. That's not to blame the parents, obviously. No. Because horrifyingly, sometimes when Larry Nassar was abusing these girls, their mothers were in the room. In the room, They're just not doctors. So they're like, okay, I guess you need to examine her that way. I don't know what's happening right Right, now. right, right. Um, which is, like, horrible because you think if your mom's in the room, you're safe. Of course. So, but I, it does remind me of the Catholic Church in a lot of ways. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Any sort of organization like that, like, like you said, that has this sort of, like, stranglehold on a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, like, you know, praying on praying on girls and also praying on their parents', like, hopes and dreams for their mm-hmm. children You know what I mean? Because that's how they get. That's how they leverage all that power Oftentimes,
0: very poor people who are like, this is our meal ticket. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And then also like, you know, a big thing with with and with all these like not just like the USMD gymnastics, but like the school, like the college uh, like gymnastics programs is like they bring in so much money. They bring in tons of money for those schools. So then the schools don't want to do anything about it. Right. You know, so you just, yeah, you have this, like, it's just all around too much access to power.
0: I just can't imagine having to work as hard as, like, someone like Simone Biles works. And in addition to that, having to worry about all that bullshit. As I know. Well. It's like, imagine working as hard as an Olympic gymnast has to work to get to that level and then you're like boy i hope no one sexually assaults me i know or Unbelievable. or boy i hope i'm not you know uh thrown under the bus because i'm black you know like having yeah. to worry about all of that other stuff in addition to especially someone like simone biles who literally everything she does looks fucking effortless yeah because she's that good right people have idea how hard these girls work and then they're having to think about all this other like corrupt bullshit that's happening behind the scenes like i I can't imagine trying to juggle all that i can't must be exhausting um it's very tiring being a woman on a good day (laughs) (laughs) let alone at that level of pressure and like you're representing your country right your families relying on you. Yeah, oh yeah. my God! You know, Jesus. And then people are like, they get paid too much for endorsement deals.
1: Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's so fascinating. Like, it happens in other sports as well. I think gymnastics is, but maybe the most extreme example of it, where it's like it's really interesting that the 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 stars, the people who are doing the stuff and who are you know ostensibly, they're the ones doing the activity they have seemingly the least amount of power in the organization. Right. And, and I, I think it a lot to do with gymnastics is a very, it's a young people's sport. Mm-hmm. So they're all young young girls, mm-hmm. and they age out very early. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, in other professional sports, you know, they're mostly adults, you know, yeah. you're NFL players and stuff like that. Like, they also have people that sort of run the organization and have power over them, but yeah. they have a little more agency mm-hmm. being, like, adults.
0: I think it's, but, it's worse for girls, too, because they go through puberty early. Right. Like, the second they grow breasts, it's, like, right. your career. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah.
1: But, but, you know, it's, like, you know, someone, like... <laughs> you know, uh, what you were saying just made me think about the fact that, like, yeah, you have these people, like, people who are the Olympians, who are winning medals, who are the ones doing all of the work, they have the least amount of power in an organization where, you know, because, like, all the trainers and people in the, like, agency are all adults and are, like, taking advantage of all these young girls. It's Mm -hmm. absolutely, like, it's really sickening. I mean, it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, Guys, uh, that was a good news story. I feel we should say.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, I mean, good on her. I mean, it's I think
0: it's great that Simone, because again, n- she didn't have to say anything. Of course. And but she has the platform. She had the courage, and she said something. So I think it's great, and she should be applauded. Also, way to stick that fucking landing.
2: Oof. I encourage wow.
0: everyone to go. She adds a half twist at the end. That's every why she faces out.
2: Right.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, so much I- is happening. Every time I watch gymnastics, I'm just like, I, I like don't use my body, <laughs> like I like don't do any, I don't do anything.
0: I yeah, I mean even I I used to fight and you know I I do yoga and all that stuff, but it's just a different level entirely. It's one of those things
1: where like I watch it, and I'm like, I didn't know human bodies could do that.
0: Yeah, I mean especially. I had never been so grateful for the slow motion replay when watching the Olympics as when Simone Biles did the vault because (laughs) she's so fast. You miss a lot of what she's Uh doing. And when they slow it down, you're like, how the fuck did you do three turns in that amount of time? Yeah. Like, I know she she has like the perfect body because she's like shorter to do that. But even so, I like don't understand. Right how a human being can do that. It's truly breathtaking.
1: Sometimes it hurts when I get out of chairs. (laughs) (laughs) Same.
0: Honestly, same. I trip for no reason
1: sometimes. (laughs) And I'm
0: like, what the fuck was that? And then Simone Biles is out here doing vaults no human has ever done before. It makes
1: it like, I've never felt worse about myself than, and it happens constantly. Anytime I'm walking through a room and just like randomly will like kick a piece of furniture (laughs) (laughs)
0: or you and i talked about this when your headphones get snagged on something
1: oh my god and you're just like
0: how do i not choke every time i eat i like that level of Uh stupid yeah anyways guys follow these two dummies on twitter (laughs) at eric spelled e-r-e-k underscore smith at ellison kilkenny please go to lighttreason.news and smash that donate button to keep us going thanks so much for listening and while you're at it get out there and cause a little trouble